everybody. This is Mike Schrage here in Joplin, Missouri with GMPI. And uh, we are in some unprecedented times. And in our webisodes that we're sharing and showing and just simply calling faith greater than fear, we've had the opportunity a couple of times a week to present to you people who are Christ followers, kingdom-minded people who are doing some just very extraordinary things in these un unprecedented times. And so I've had just a real delight every week, uh, sometimes twice a week, to get to meet these fine folks. And today I've got a dear friend of mine, Andrew. Andrew Jitt, welcome. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the time. And so, Andrew, we want to, from Kentucky, uh, here today, what is God and how is God working with you and your lovely bride and uh, your family in a personal sense, first of all? How are you coping being under one roof there in the JIT hot holes? Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. So I'm serving it in Owensboro, Kentucky, originally from New Zealand. So if you detect an accent, I'll talk real English at you, proper English, none of this American stuff. But for those of you who don't know, New Zealand often doesn't make the map. So I just wanted to point out that New Zealand actually is on the map and this is how every map should look with New Zealand at center. So serving there, uh, my family and I, we, my wife is originally from Louisville, Kentucky. So we are nearly home for her, which is great. And life seems to be going on okay. My wife's a licensed therapist. So she's adjusting to doing telehealth and meeting clients and helping people work through issues uh, that they're living out daily. Uh, she's also been involved in helping even our local Chamber of Commerce do a webinar and a presentation on anxiety, overcoming anxiety for kids, because we know this is unprecedented times even for them. Their schedules are changed. Their daily routine is different. So that's just been a helpful tool. And she's also done some parenting workshops the people so she's adjusting well and as parents we're just figuring out how to do homeschooling we've got a little kind of den set up where they go and get up at seven o'clock and eat their breakfast and then just start working through the day so structure and routine has been a good thing for us and one of the big things we do as the weather's getting nicer and nicer is just peel off around lunchtime and have an hour-long walk just to get out and enjoy life and be together as a family. So overall, yeah, it's different. I mean, my children's number one question is, Dad, how many Zoom calls are you going to be on today? Um, it's quite funny. Even our little cat loves to get in on the camera action. So oftentimes when we're at home, she'll just sneak in and start banging at the door if she can't get on that Zoom call. So as a family, we're adjusting well. That's good to hear. And again, several have said this, but uh, as we go week after week in this, the element of routine, the element of getting out, fresh air, enjoy God's nature, and uh, then understanding that not just uh, us, but the pets, the, the whole of our family existence is important. And then just uh, in your case, wow, what a, what a gift to have a wife with your training to be that sensitive uh, kind of lady and uh, parent uh, to understand the anxiety levels. And that's one thing for all of us who have younger children is to remember um, those little human beings have their own anxious levels and they have their own anxieties. And so we need to be sensitive to those and pray those through and talk those through and work through those. So good. Thank you. Thank you for bringing those things up. 
Andrew, switch to a little bit. You talked a little bit about your wife, but what do you do? And uh, let our audience into uh, what, besides being Andrew the husband and Andrew the uh, father uh, and cat owner, what else do you all do? So my current role is I oversee our global missions ministry at our church here. And the exciting thing is, is that we not only have missionaries that we're currently supporting as a church, but my real passion is developing the next generation of future missionaries. So in our church, we've got a pipeline of about 20 to 30 right now that I'm working intentionally with right from fourth grade up to develop them to be future kingdom workers. So that's the bulk of my responsibilities is how can our church be a true sending church? What does that look like? What does that mean? So not only supporting the new ones coming up, but also sustaining the current missionaries that we support as well and nationals in the field. So I love my job. I love it. It's a huge passion of mine. Uh, and so right now, even in this rhythm, when I can't travel and we've even had to put off mission trips from the spring or the summer to the fall or into early next year, I'm spending a lot of time still connecting with missionaries. I mean, Zoom is a great tool, WhatsApp. Facebook, and even utilizing some of those to get our message out to our congregation as well. We're creating a lot of videos of our partners just for updates and just short stats that our people can truly be aware of. Because again, the world is kind of shut down right now that we physically can't get there, but electronically, we can still be heavily engaged with what God is doing. So it is unprecedented times, but it's also exciting times. And that's why I love GMPI, that they use technology to advance the gospel. And so that's a huge part of my role is how can I leverage technology at this time to keep what God is doing and accelerate that in some new ways as well. So one of the big things that I've been able to do just in this pace of not traveling is actually writing a lot. So at the moment, I'm developing curriculum for churches on how to actually train up future missionaries. And so I'm learning through different webinars and different YouTube videos how to do some InDesign things. And it's keeping me pretty occupied right now, which is great. But I'm excited that we do live in a time where we have technology, where we still can be connected, although we're isolated and, again, would love to be in India or Nepal or New Zealand, even where we support missionaries, we can still stay connected to them well. And want to camp on that a little bit about, and friends, that wasn't uh, initiated plug for GMPI, but I do appreciate it. Um, technology for Jesus and his followers and Paul, uh, it was the Roman road uh, in their day. And it was the printing press years ago that then today the internet and video and WhatsApp, like you talked about, are those new tools that... Uh, can keep us connected in the global community. Being connected, you're sharing it with your local church in creative ways. Can you tell me, I know you've got partners around the world. What's the sense if I'm a, a, a mom, a dad uh, in my own right, and yet I've got possibly workers that are my kids and grandkids over in another country during this time. I want them home. I want them with me. But they're there and they can't travel. What's your sense of those who do come from the U.S. and out of your church in some cases, uh, how they're doing? Yeah, overall, most of our missionaries are keeping well. Uh, obviously, it's different in every country even, and that's what's kind of different, understanding, okay, 
Some countries are starting to lift some bans, some are getting more stringent. So it's understanding context and where each missionary is. But overall, our missionaries are doing well. And that's really where I love being involved in missions because it doesn't require turning out to church to be involved in missions. We can do a lot from our own homes, even before COVID-19. If it was known, you know, a lot of mission care was even taking place. And that's the important thing that everyone has a role, although it may not be going, they can be great prayer warriors. And that's one of the big things I'm encouraging even our missionaries who are in training through MIT is going, build up your prayer support during this time. Be connected with people. Be connected to what God is already doing and how you can continue to shape that. And that's so true because, as, as one colleague said, you know, this is a little bitty virus with a global impact, but it's not been a surprise to God, and uh, it's not bigger and stronger than God. And so, Andrew, love the heart that you're sharing about, hey, let's invest in our young people. Let's tell them that even during these struggling times, there's going to be opportunity to make disciples inside of this COVID environment, post-COVID, and it's still the great same very commission mandate and we are in many cases continuing with our training like you said with uh, planting that vision in the young people and so forth tell me how do you think being prophetic in a moment here what do you think are going to be some of the ways that uh, you'll do your job differently or the church that you're on staff at will do things a little differently post-covid I think probably one of the biggest ones is realizing that there is an online presence, uh, particularly through weekend experiences. I mean, Easter was a great example of just how many people logged in even to, to worship on uh, Sunday that we had services as well as uh, Good Friday and, and Saturday as well. But Sunday being the big day, that's typical. Most people go to church. So understanding how we can move people from that to other avenues is key, I think. And again, this didn't surprise God. He's given us the technology. And I think it's almost that the church has gone, oh, here's a great tool that maybe we haven't wrapped our arms around as much. And so I'm excited to see even in our church how we use even virtual groups. I think some of those will continue to meet. And it can be an easy on-ramp to going, how do we get connected in to the church where sometimes it's intimidating walking into a church building. But being in an online presence is a little bit of, uh, you know, ways in which you don't have to put your face out there right away. So creating opportunities where people can still engage in an easy way. And the mission world, it's just highlighted even more how thankful we are that we have technology where we can still connect with our global partners rather than sending a letter, you know, and waiting six weeks for it to get to our missionary and then six weeks for a reply, you know, instantaneously we can be on a Zoom call or a WhatsApp message from people all around the world. And so bringing people together is key. And as our church continually sends people out, we're building care teams so that then they'll understand how to use technology and how they can regularly engage with our people across the world. Wow, great, great stuff. And so Andrew, in the minutes we've got left with our audience from what you and your wife are experiencing with your daughters and with uh, the personal side, as well as then the, the adult side of your ministry, as well as then the youth side of it, what would you like, uh, 
you know the title of our series is Faith Greater Than Fear. What would you like our audience to hear from Andrew, the Christ follower, about these times we're in to encourage our folks? Yeah, great question, Mike. Probably for me, even personally through this virus, I've been doing an online study through Joshua. Uh, happens at Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. And it's just been a really great reminder as Joshua is standing on the edge in chapter one, he's been given the mandate to go and conquer the promised land, which isn't New Zealand, it's actually Israel, though I'll call New Zealand the promised land. Joshua is on the brink of doing something huge. And all throughout chapter one, there's this reminder to be strong and courageous. And then the Lord speaks to Joshua and he reminds him to not let the law depart from him. Do not turn to the left or the right. Allow that book to be on your lips. And so my encouragement would be, even in this time, there are many voices that we can listen to from the news, from emails, from WhatsApp, from Zoom calls, whatever. We have so many voices in our lives. And my encouragement would be, friend, take time to allow God's voice to be the strongest voice. You know, as Joshua's on the brink of something new, the Lord reminds him four times in chapter one, be strong and courageous. But there's this reminder to be connected to the one who is above all. And that's our sovereign creator and maker and sustainer of all things. But in this time, you know, with all these different voices that we can hear, we can kind of put God's voice to the side or go, okay, I'm too busy to already spend time connecting with God. So my encouragement would be and my challenge would be ensure in this time that you are carving out time to intentionally and deliberately walk with the Lord and allow his voice to be the strongest voice. And whether that's getting up a few minutes early or just taking time throughout the day to hit pause and stop. And that's even something we've built into our kids' rhythm, that when they're done with schoolwork after lunch, they have half an hour, like mum and dad do, to go off and have quiet time. Whether that's listening to Christian music, reading a passage out of the Bible. Last night, our daughter did a devotion out of Philippians 2 based on a school lesson, but she used her quiet time just to read that passage and really understand that. And she's 10 years old. So that's just a beautiful thing as a father of going, I want to instill that in my kids, that God's voice is the key voice that we should be listening to during these times. Fabulous words, Andrew Jett. Thank you from Kentucky too. Uh, let us peek into your home, into your family, into your ministry and your passions. And people listen to what he said. His voice is definitely amening that God's voice needs to be the strongest. And if it is, it's then that indeed faith will be greater than any fear. So from both Andrew and myself, we want to thank you for giving us a couple of minutes of your time. Hope it's been a blessing. If you liked what you heard, there's probably others that could be blessed by it as well. So please go online, share it in any and all different formats. I know Andrew would appreciate that. We at GMPI would appreciate it and ask you to continue to keep us all as the kingdom of God workers uh, in one another's prayers as we say, God, please remove this virus sooner than later. So from all of us here at GMPI in Joplin, as well as from Andrew in Kentucky, we thank you and stay tuned next time for another episode of Faith Greater Than Fear. Mm -hmm.